Were you a follower of QAnon? Are you feeling disappointed, depressed, or even angry now that all is said and done and none of the prophecies have been fulfilled? This can be a very horrendous feeling when something that we put our hopes in turns out to be untrue. But the question now is, where do you go from here? Where do you find truth? How do you build yourself back up spiritually? This is what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. Stay tuned. Greetings one and all, and welcome to the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show we are going to be talking about the collapse of QAnon. And uh, this isn't a topic I want to uh, come at from a political perspective, but rather from a spiritual point of view, because this this is something that I've spoken about for at least four years now, almost four years, when I first began podcasting with the spirit side. And I found out about this QAnon movement, and I looked into it. And immediately, just by what I was reading, and my own intuitive and spiritual discernment i began telling people i said you know this this doesn't feel true to me i don't think there's any storm coming i don't think donald trump is going to be the hero of america i don't think there's going to be this 10 days of darkness where all of these underground satanic pedophile Democrats are being arrested and jailed by Donald Trump. And I warned people, I, I told them, you know, be careful who you follow over and over again. Those of you who have listened to my shows from the beginning probably remember that this is something I've said time and time again. And, you know, there were a lot of people over the years that said, well, it didn't happen when Q said it was going to happen, but make no mistake, these things will happen. But they didn't. Just as I mentioned in one of my previous shows, when COVID uh, began to get very bad here in the United States and they had the tent hospitals in Central Park in New York City and in these different arenas and the Q followers were saying well they weren't hospitals at all they were covers you know because they were bringing all these children out of these underground tunnels that were slaves of the uh, satanic pedophile uh, child pornography uh, ring for so long and now they're being rescued and people crying on the internet saying, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening. And it wasn't happening. Just like the prophecies, the rest of them from Q 
were not going to happen. And listen, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not saying, oh, these people were stupid or, you know, the world is a messed up place. You know, our our politicians continually make false uh, promises. They lie. They have their own agendas. And, you know, things get pretty messy out there. And I think all of us, any of us who have a heart, any of us who want a better way, we want to put our hope in something that all of this is going to end. All of this corruption, all of this dishonesty, all of this inequality, you know, I think there's so many of us that just want to see all of that be done away with. And so from the earthly perspective, if someone comes along and says, hey, uh, this guy that's in office right now, he's the one, and here's this secret information that I know that's going to happen, and all of this is going to go away. That 10 days of darkness is coming, and you know when, when the lights come back on and the internet comes back on, all the bad guys are going to be behind bars and the reign of terror is over and we're going to enter a time of peace and prosperity upon the earth. So it's not necessarily a bad message. And I think people are going to put hope in something like that. But the really big problem that I saw with it right off the bat was how very cultic it became around QAnon and around Donald Trump. It was almost as if a lot of people were making a religion out of this movement and a religion out of this president. And we saw so many people just turn off their reason and their logic and their view of reality and everything became so obscure believing in these myths and these fables and these conspiracy theories as if they were happening when they weren't happening and that was a little that was a little concerning and there's still some people that uh believe these uh these conspiracies but you know i i think as i've said over the years also this whole truth movement all of these conspiracy theories you know they're all plays off of qAnon one way or another and i hope the granddaddy of them all qAnon showing how false all of that information was shows a lot of people how false a lot of these conspiracy theories are we have to let go of them we can't be like the people who come out of organized religion and say well i'm coming out of this religious sect because it's toxic and it's oppressive and say we want freedom But then we take that toxic religion and parts of that 
aggressive uh, religion with us. If we're going to shed something that's toxic, we have to shed all of it. What component of a poison cocktail is actually good for you that you need to take with you or ingest or keep in your system? It's still going to make you sick. And this is what we need to understand. You know, I still see a lot of people saying, well, Q was, you know, a lot of bunk. But they're still saying, well, you know, the satanic Democrats and, you know, all the, you know, the pedophiles and, you know, all these, you know, crazy uh, underground things that they still think uh, are existing out there when they're not. So we have to get rid of it all. And we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, followers of QAnon that are very disappointed right now. They're, they're feeling depressed. I mean, when you put your hope in something like that and it turns out to be not true, it's very deflating. It's very heartbreaking. You know, you've built your life around something for four years. You know, and, and you expected that something was going to happen that was very significant to make your life, your world, a better place. And it didn't happen. And that's, that can be, that can be very anxiety inspiring. It, it can be, it can make somebody feel very sad. What is the truth now? People feel lied to. Some people will want to continue to cling to it. But we're seeing a lot of followers of QAnon who are feeling very deflated. There are others that are just shedding it and saying, well, you know, I'm letting it go. I see now uh, maybe Biden isn't such a bad guy or a bad president, and they're starting to embrace his presidency. So there's a lot of mixed reactions to these failed Q prophecies. But I would also say this, and this is a message that, you know, I've personally uh, preached from, you know, my little uh, soapbox or podium, call it what you will, for years as well, you know, is we can't, put our faith in these human institutions. People lie. People run scams on one another all the time. We don't know who QAnon was. For all anybody knows, this, this could have been a group of teenagers, high schoolers, or college kids running, their, uh, running an elaborate hoax from their basement laughing at everyone at how big their joke became. We don't know. We don't know where this all came from. And so it's not something that we should be putting all of our faith in. And neither should a president or a politician. They're fallible human beings just like you and I.
all of us fall short when it comes to being genuine, genuinely good and godly in our lives. And it becomes twice as dangerous when we put all of our faith in someone who all of the fruits of his behavior in his words are anything but godly or good or loving or peaceable. And we choose to ignore that because somebody else told us that we should. And we see how dangerous this becomes. How brainwashing this becomes. And I've said all along, you know, around the, consp- the, uh, the cult of Q and around the cult of President Trump, I told people, I said, be careful. You know, this could be a primer for that greater deception that is to come. When the Bible talks about the Antichrist, the Quran speaks of the Antichrist, or they call him in Arabic the Dajjal, the great deceiver who is to come, and convince the world that he is the Messiah. And if people can be fooled, and again, I don't say that in a a, critical or disparaging way, you know, you, you know what a bunch of fools they were, you know, maybe I could phrase it better and say, if people can be tricked by an amorphous personality known as QAnon to practically begin to worship a man like Donald Trump What else is deception capable of? What if this great deceiver comes into the world and he seems like a messiah? What if his words do seem more peaceable at first? What if it is as the book of Revelation foretells that he will actually will do signs and wonders? What will people do then? Look how many people that were Christians that followed the cult of Q and the cult of President Donald Trump. What will these people do if someone comes on the scene doing miracles, doing things that are unexplainable, having wisdom that seems to be on that of the everyday man and woman? How many are going to embrace this Antichrist, this Dijal, this great end-time deceiver who will lead many away from God and lead many astray. And how many of those people that claim to believe in God will turn and kill their brothers and sisters in the name of and at the command of this end-time deceiver? Because wasn't this starting to happen with QAnon? And President Trump? Weren't people becoming increasingly violent and intolerant? Hating those that didn't believe as they believed? Hating those that didn't believe the conspiracies that they believed? Fighting with one another? Hurting one another? 
shooting people in, in some of the protests and riots that were going on. So if there are individuals who were willing and are willing to do that for this ghost personality of QAnon and an individual like Donald Trump who didn't work any miracles and, you know, he didn't seem uh, like a Messiah figure at all, you know, uh, his, his speech was very inflammatory. It was very simple. Um, he didn't come across as being someone who was well-educated or very articulate in his words and speech. But look how many people followed. Almost, almost half of the population of the United States followed these cults. Threatening civil war if their man didn't win the election. And as President Trump accused everyone else of stealing the election, he was actually the one trying to steal the election, and people supported that. And I'm sorry if that is a statement that makes some people mad, because I know that there's a lot of folks that still think the election was fixed. Uh, you know, there was a lot of fraud. But it's it's not a conspiracy theory. You know, there was just no evidence found. And believe me, believe me when I say if anything that Q said was true, if anything that Q said, if I ever felt it was true, if I felt and I knew and I uncovered in my personal research that there was widespread fraud in this election, any of those things, I would not be afraid to get on my podcast and say, hey guys, this is so, this is true. We, we better wake up and smell the coffee because something's going on. You know, I learned a long time ago, I was never a big fan of Donald Trump, but I learned a long time ago, just because I might not particularly like a certain person or like a certain thing, I can be wrong about it. And I can be making certain assumptions about it. And so if I was wrong about any of this, I'd be saying it right now. But I have not seen, nor do I see, at the present moment, anything that was true out of QAnon, anything that was true about rigged elections. And those are just the facts. But we had over half or almost half of the country supporting these fraudulent lies, these conspiracies, these false prophecies. And look at religion. They were all over the internet. These 
false prophets prophesying what was going to happen to America, prophesying this incredible Christly second term for Donald Trump, televangelists and ministers saying they had visions of Donald Trump seated at God's right hand in heaven. I mean, all kinds of crazy things. And people believed this, and people supported this. And the words of Jesus certainly ring true when he said, In the last days there will be false Christs, many who will come in my name, many false prophets. And boy, we're certainly seeing that happen at the moment. So how many people would follow this great end-time deceiver and do even more malicious things in his name? You know, the Bible talks about in the last days, those who kill you will think they are doing God a service. So these aren't people that are unbelievers or atheists or Satanists. They're people that believe in God, but they're killing other people thinking they're doing God a service. And isn't that what the QAnon cult and the Trump cult, wasn't that the mentality that they had? I will hurt you, I will attack you, I will shoot you, even if I kill you, it doesn't matter. I'm doing my country and God a service. How much more heinous things will they do when someone comes on the scene who seems like they could be some kind of Messiah figure? You know, that's why we need to take this moment, take a respite and detox from all of this stuff. You know, and, and right over on the other hand, there are just the people that are feeling depressed, feeling deflated, feeling like all this energy and all this belief and all this trust and all this joy that they put in the QAnon or MAGA movements, it's all gone. It didn't happen. You know, some of these people are feeling horrendous emotionally and spiritually right now. But if you're one of those people, I want to tell you right now, don't be like, because, and I've said this so many times as well, a lot of people came out of fundamentalist evangelical Christianity, organized religion with all of its rules and all of its dogmas and all of its, you know, making people feel like they weren't good enough all the time. And these people came out of those religions, out of those movements, and they were seeking truth. And a lot of these people were the ones who began to f at first attach themselves to these religious conspiracy movements and cults. And then it really built up from there. 
because it sounded very Christian. It sounded very end times, very apocalyptic, very book of revelation. And little by little, it snowballed into something bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more people from different uh, facets of life uh, jumped on that bandwagon. But I say that to say this. Please learn your lesson. If you came out of organized religion or fundamentalist religion and you were seeking truth and you attached yourself to that movement or one of those movements, and now you're feeling disappointed, you're feeling depressed, where is truth? Where do I find truth? Don't go out and attach yourself to another movement. Because this is where we always get ourselves into trouble and we're always met with great disappointment. You're not here. None of us are here to follow men or movements or philosophies or cults or preachers or pastors. We are here to follow God, to have a relationship with Him. That doesn't mean we don't study. That doesn't mean there aren't good teachers out there that we get information from and we learn from, but we don't become their followers. And that's something else I've said for four years now. The world is reaching a peak where everybody's looking for somebody to follow. Everybody's looking for a leader. But if you make a man your leader, or a man, human being-based organization or group, you're going to be met with the same disappointment over and over again because men are fallible. And anything, anything that makes you start getting fanatical and radicalized over something, all excited and stirred up where you're going to do something crazy like storm the capital of the United States of America, attack people in the grocery store, you know, anything that whips you into that kind of frenzy or starts whipping you into that kind of frenzy, get away from it. Because man whips people into that kind of frenzy, not the Spirit of God. So please don't go out there and look for another group or another person or another voice to follow and attach yourself to, and build all your hopes and all your dreams on. Because that's building your house on the sand, and when the storms come, it will collapse. Man can't build anything that is lasting. Follow God. And that's one of the reasons I'm so, uh, for a number of years now, you know, um, been very uh, just impressed with the Sufi path because Sufism 
and even the the religion of Islam, uh, the non-mystical, you know, branches of Islam, was really meant to be a religion where there was, uh, there was no one between you and God. It was all about your connection with the divine, your experience with the divine. Not another cleric-ruled religion, which unfortunately uh, in some of the uh, sects it has become because this is what man does. We want to be in control. We want to be the ones who, you know, have some power and authority and make these religious rules and dogmas and it starts getting ugly and far off track as to what it was supposed to be. But it was supposed to be, and to some, you know, many, uh, you know, moderate Muslims and of course uh, the Sufi, it's all about divine love. It's all about your connection with God. It's all about experience, not concepts. It's all about inward faith and religion, not outward appearances of religion, going through all the... uh, all of the rituals and all of the right prayers and all of the right things to wear and all of that sort of thing, all of that is irrelevant. And that's why Sufism uh, has been so appealing to me for probably seven, eight years now since I've uh, really kind of uh, discovered that movement and started, uh, you know, studying. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a Sufi you know, uh, Sufism is a, is a very broad uh, spiritual path, and, and, and it embraces everyone's spiritual path. They don't say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, we're right. They're saying, no, if you follow God, whatever path you're on, great. But follow him with your heart. Not with the physical concepts and teachings and doctrine doctrines and dogmas and you know rituals and all of that and that's where we get into trouble because so many of our religions have taught us just that we have to worship a certain way we have to believe a certain way And these things get so ingrained in our heads that even when we leave these religions, even when we leave these movements, we take a piece of them with us. And no matter where we go and no matter what group we get hooked up with, that germ we carry with us, others have carried it with them as well, and soon it becomes a virus, a spiritual virus a sickness, and it takes us away from God, not towards God. And then there's the possibility that, you know, we could uh, be so deceived that we follow the great end-time deceiver when, when he comes on the scene, and we certainly don't want that to happen. So, 
Let this be a lesson. Let this be a lesson from God. Don't be down on yourself. Don't let people tell you you were stupid, you were you were an idiot, you're a terrible person. Hey, we all make mistakes. We're all looking for the truth. But we're not going to find that ultimate truth in these movements that are created by men especially in this day and age when deception is running so rampant. Like I said, we don't even really know who QAnon was. Could have been a bunch of kids in a basement laughing their butts off because, man, you know, what they started on the internet became like a national phenomenon. You know, they, they, they were masterminding and controlling people's very movements, you know, in life. And that's scary. Don't let anybody do that to you again. You seek God and you'll be much happier. You'll discover much more truth about God and within yourself. And you won't have to suffer this kind of disappointment and depression and just feeling like you're lost. I know that feeling. When I came out of fundamentalist Christianity, I know that feeling well. And it is a lousy feeling. And look, if there's anybody out there listening to this show, and you need somebody to talk to that knows what you're going through, I will leave my email in the podcast description. You can email me. We can talk. I'm available. And just get yourself through this. And don't attach yourself to other movements. Because that's not where you're going to find truth and peace. So folks, anyway, I hope you uh, enjoyed this conversation. I hope you got something out of it as always. Stay safe. Stay well out there. Follow the light and do what's right. And I will talk to you next time here on the Mind's Eye Podcast. Peace.